Hogan Saddle final segment on the day after a thrilling Super Bowl, a Hollywood ending, a Hollywood script out there in L.A., if you will. And joining us now to discuss, it is our buddy, our partner, one-third of the Migos here on SNR. Of course, I'm talking about Chris Carter. You hear him here all the time. He does shows for us over training camp and all those things. The Locked On Steelers podcast, WPXI, DK Pittsburgh Sports. He's here. He's there. He's everywhere. CC, what's up, cousin? What's up, fellas? How did we enjoy the game last night? I was man, you for know, a close one, and we got a close one. Sorry, sorry. Hail the pit. I, I, oh, I just want to say hail the pit. Hell pit you know. Hell to you know what's funny? You know. Get, listen. No, 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 no. No. Phone oh. calls and emails. All Wes does is talk about WVU when I'm never the one who brings it up. I just want to put that out there. I'm never the one who brings it up. Go ahead. Sorry, Chris. Chris, you see, you see. He's so defensive. He can't help himself. It's okay. He can't help himself. He can't help himself. But all I know is this. I thoroughly enjoyed the game. In fact, it was such an awesome scene watching a local kid, you know, go out there and just live his dream. A local Mm -hmm. kid on the biggest stage in the biggest moments. A local kid saying that, hey, I need to have one play. Mm -hmm. Just one play to win him a ring. One play. And it was a Pitt versus West Virginia. Play. I mean, yeah. how fitting, right? Kind of like how the backyard brawl, right? It's just kind of like foreshadowing, right? That's right. Yep. Totally. And uh, kind of like the backyard brawl. You mean where Dougie uh, won the last three, where Aaron Donald was uh, and two against the Mountaineers in his college career? What happened? Hey, hey Chris, you, you see, he can't help himself, right? He yeah, can't he, help yeah, himself. He's, he's, it's all it's good. He can't help man. himself. It's yeah, cool. It's, it's cool. Much. It's cool. The, the, but, ring, but the ring leader way. is telling me I can't help myself. Is he done? Is he done? Hey, look, hey, Chris. You see how I'm always quiet when he speaks. I give him his chance to get it off his chest. Because because we're not as defensive. We we, we feel a little more confident over here. Listen, (laughs) the saying is hurt people hurt people. So yes, and, yes, and you just know yes. he's been feeling he can't say nothing about they won the ACC championship, <laughs> they went to a major bowl game, they're best one of the greatest pit players of all time, just won a <laughs> Super Bowl. I get it. it. It's no, 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 Chris, 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 not just won a Super Bowl. He beat a West Virginia player to have the yep. walk off yep. second go. Yep. Come on, man. Yep. Come on. <laughs> so I can understand why, you know, he would be a little bit more on edge. I could understand why, you know, he, he feels like he has to wake up this morning with his, his armor and his shield and he's ready to defend yeah, all the West Virginia come, He did come here ready. He, <laughs> Excuse me, who was the one who brought – I came in ready? Who was the one who brought this up right from the start? I told Motes, I said, I got one good thing from the game that we haven't talked uh-uh. about yet. We'll start with that. And he just comes in humming with the h nope. uh-uh. No, 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 I didn't. I waited all the way to this last segment because, Chris, he's been trying to, you know, when a person wants to minimize the blow, I'm going to try to get ahead we of it. We just let, talked let, about let, Aaron let me throw for it 20 minutes. What do you mean minimize the blow? Hey, Chris, you still, you still going, right, Chris? You see he's this? Still going. He, can't, still going. he can't help himself, Chris. He can't help himself. And then, <laughs> he's so and ready then, to defend, and then defend, Motes defend. Is, then Motes will turn around next week and be like, hey, man, why haven't you taken me to Morgantown for a football game? <laughs> hey, you ain't got to ask that question anymore. <laughs> But for real, Quentin Spain got him so bad. <laughs> if Quentin no, Spain was a better watch, blocker, bro, the, it would have been fine. Did you guys fine. watch the pregame intros? Quentin Spain Listen. didn't go to WVU. 
Uh, that's right. You, so you were lucky I'm, for that. I'm off the hook. You're lucky for that. Spain Gang University got beat by. Hey, 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 Chris. That's how you know he really is. Or he's like, he's you ain't gang. even gonna shout out WU gang. on the biggest stage, and you gonna get beat like that. And he lost. <laughs> not, <laughs> not my, not my not an alumni anymore. Hashtag not my mountaineer. <laughs> oh gosh, but I, I really gotta say about about Aaron Dodd. I thought it was really interesting how you know he was trying to make plays. All game, mm-hmm. but that one time when, when he shoved Burrow out of bounds legally, perfectly fine. Also, just showed how yeah. strong I mean, he looked like he love tapped him, and, and Joe Burrow just went flying. Um, <laughs> yeah. But then when the Bengals and like entire team came over and started punching him in the face, grabbing his face mask, you saw Aaron Donald was like, "Oh, for real? That's that's mm-hmm. how we're doing this." And then he just started just destroying people left yeah. and right. He was coming to the, uh, the you know he had. When the, after the 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 ram after the Rams threw the interception, I was like, "Oh man, this this could be mm-hmm. it." If the Bengals are this is how the Bengals j- jump on top of you, they get a quick score, a turnover, yeah. and another quick score. And third down, he comes in, he sacks Joe Burrow, forces that to be a field goal. You saw him just you know the the, the grab of Perrine when uh, on that third down when he just held him with one arm, with yeah. one arm. Aaron Donald yeah. stopped it and forced that to be a fourth down, and then on fourth down. He goes and he gets Joe Burrow and he says, you're going to have to throw a, a, a lucky pass to get this one, buddy. And he did just that. That's one of the greatest defensive players in the history of the game. And man, uh, that was it was that was a that was a fun thing to watch. He going to retire. Yeah. Or are you buying this or what? I don't I mean, if he wants to retire, he can't. I mean, he's made his millions. He's an eight time pro bowler in eight seasons. Um, yeah. You know, he's a seven time first team all pro during those seasons. He could retire on, on top. No problem. It just depends on how he feels about his body and how he feels about the Rams chances. If they're keeping that same team mm-hmm. together. I don't know why you wouldn't come back again. It's like, why not do another ride with this crew that that you guys assembled? Now, granted, they did have to go out and get Odell and Vaughn Mm -hmm. and all these other guys to make it happen. But if they can keep it that that core together again, take another shot, Aaron. You got you got another year in you. You're only thirty. Not say I. You're only thirty. Wes, one time, Moats and I were talking during our celebrity softball game, (laughs) and I was like, and he he was like, Chris, you know, I'm you know I'm old, and I said, Moats, you're only like a year older than me, and. And 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 Dwayne Haskins looked at us. And he looked at me. And he said, "Chris, he's saying he's old in football years because our bodies age." And we're like, "Oh, he's right. He's right. Oh, he's right. We old." <laughs> but athletes are the only industry where you're old at thirty. That's it. Exactly. Sports, hits, yeah. sports is the only place where you're old at thirty. Aaron Donald has been getting triple teamed for years. So I can imagine yeah. if he's like, you know what? I'm tired of getting my butt kicked every year as far as mm. and he's not getting his butt kicked, but you know, he's right. taking physical, just 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 every day, just pounding, pounding, pounding. And he's doing a lot of pounding, but that's a lot of stress on the body. Yeah. If he wants to retire as a Super Bowl champion, a guaranteed Hall of Famer, what would he have to lose other than you know more yeah. money he could make if he wanted to? Yeah. And honestly, man, we because we, uh, we were talking about this as well. We shared kind of similar stances in the sense of it's his decision on it. But I think we kind of differed in the sense of I personally, because I think his legacy is already cemented. If he genuinely feels like, you know what, I just don't want to do this anymore. I don't want to. Yeah. The risk reward element isn't there for me. Me winning another defense player of the year versus me not being able to walk with my daughter at 40. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. if that's how he feels. It's like, man, be selfish right here. Do yep. something for you yep. because the NFL, we know 
they don't care about the players like that. I mean, for we, we're talking about Aaron Donald right now. If Aaron Donald gets hurt next year and he fell off and he was no longer the man anymore, we're not going to be talking, oh, man, I feel so bad that he came back. No, we're going to talk bad about him for coming back. That's what we do in sports media. So <laughs> with that, I'm like, man, if he truly, you know, feels like, you know what, I've accomplished everything I wanted to, he fulfilled his promise to his daughter that he told her, you know, hey, we're going to be playing in confetti and stuff like that. Man, if you did all that and you're completely good with it, Man, go off into the sunset. Who cares what people say? Because they're always going to have an opinion, right? And this is what I told uh, Wes in the sense. I was like, man, right now, if I were to ask somebody who's the greatest quarterback of all time, we're going to get multiple answers. When in all actuality, if we said Tom Brady, it's like you think of his resume, how could you bring up someone else? but they will always debate that, right? You'll hear people say Montana, you'll hear people say Marino, people even say Ben. And you're like, man, how are you with, with Brady's resume? How could you even think to say someone else? So long story, what I'm basically saying is this, for Aaron Donald, it doesn't matter what else he accomplishes, people are always going to say yay or nay in terms of him being the greatest defensive player of all time or the greatest player of all time. Yeah. People are always going to have an opinion. So do what makes you happy. Who cares, you know what I mean, what, what everybody else is going to say? Because even if he has three more defensive player of the years, even if he has, you know, multiple Super Bowl rings, people are still going to bring up different things that LT did. They're going to bring up different things yep. that mean Joe Green did. They're going to yep. bring up different things that Reggie White did. Yep. So it's always going to be that. That's all. But here's another thing to think about, guys. If Aaron Donald does retire, Who's in the way of TJ Watt getting future defensive Ooh, player of the year? Now you're speaking our language. Mm -hmm. Well, I mean, you got that boy in Dallas right now. He's the only Mike, one I Michael can think Parsons of. That's the only one I can think boys. of. That's the only one I can think of. That's the only one I can think of right now, yeah. man. Other uh, than him, though, I'm like, I, man, if you're TJ, yeah, you're definitely excited about that. <laughs> he, he could be a front runner for the next he definitely four could, years man. and put himself in the Aaron Donald JJ Watt conversation as mm. far as winning. Absolutely, all man. Um, Absolutely, I, I I I just think that's a possibility. But uh, but you know, but Aaron Don, like you said, he don't owe nobody nothing. The man, the man's one of the greatest defensive tackles all all time. I also think it's awesome how the the two greatest defensive tackles of all time both have ties to Pittsburgh with Mean Joe Green mm -hmm. and Aaron Donald. Yeah, right call with the MVP going to Cooper Cup, Chris. Oh yeah, I, I said that when it happened. Like you could have given it to Stafford, you could have given it to Aaron Donald. You know, with, with both of them, but Cooper Cup, I mean. When Odell went down, by the way, by the way, I heard all this mess about how the Steelers were having all this drama all year. But meanwhile, Odell Beckham Jr. forced his way out of Cleveland. And then the Browns, Browns fans were like, whoa, whoa, he's the, he's not that good. We got rid of him because we wanted to. And then he goes and he's Baker's super. better without him. Mm -hmm. Baker's better without him. He was the problem. And then the Browns utterly collapsed in the year that they were supposed to yeah. be Super Bowl contenders. And Odell goes and wins the Super Bowl with the team that took him. So that's another thing. But Cooper Cup, he's a phenomenal receiver. He He's the best receiver in the game. And in this game, when Odell went down, Matt had nobody to go to. People were dropping passes. People weren't getting open. They, you know, they weren't able to fight through the contact. In that, in that last drive, especially, Cooper Cup looked like San Antonio Holmes in Super Bowl 43. Matt was like, I'm throwing it to you. I don't care who's covering you. You're getting the ball. And he got the ball, made it happen. And then in, and then the end zone, they wiped away his one touchdown. So what did he go and do? Another touchdown on him. He, he was he was a bad man. He deserves that MVP. Two touchdowns. Phenomenal play from Cooper Cup. Yeah, just an insane season for that dude, man. Insane yeah. season. Yeah, his, I mean, numbers that haven't been put up since Jerry Rice, uh, and like you said, I mean, he did it through the majority of the regular season with Robert Woods down and everyone keying on him. And then they bring in Odell Beckham. And then in that game, he has to do it again. 
Um, yeah, just crazy stuff. And the, the chemistry too, between him and Stafford off just their first year together, I mean, yeah. you could, you could tell how much time those two have put in. Um, yeah. One of the greatest individual seasons ever for, for Cooper cup in that regard. Mm-hmm. All right, fellas here, Motsi, this was, this was the first thing I had in my notes for the show today. Uh Oh, okay. We are now 90 minutes into the show <laughs> and I haven't brought this up yet. I feel like I've done radio host malpractice here. So boys, Uh-oh. The controversy at the end, the, the, the could McVay retire? Could Aaron Donald retire? Odell Beckham stuff, Stafford and Cup stuff, uh, Vaughn Miller, you know, one last great hoorah from him. The thing that I went to bed thinking last night is Cincinnati, the hell are you doing on third and two, giving the ball to Samaji P. Ryan? Who, that would be where like- was Joe Mixon? Folks, mm-hmm. folks, that, that was, would be like, was, yeah. this, could you guys imagine the reaction if oh, the Steelers God. were in that same situation and they gave it to Benny Snell there? Instead and of then, years. And then on fourth yeah. down, they had Benny Snell running a route out of the backfield and not Najee Harris yeah. again. That, to me, is incredible malpractice. Joe Mixon was averaging, like, what, 4.4 yards per carry? And then you're going to throw the ball on fourth down, and you're going to leave P. Ryan in there not to block but to run a route where, hey, Aaron Donald messed that play up. He jammed that play up. But you know what? Maybe Joe Mixon gets underneath that ball because he's a little bit quicker than – that, to me, if I was a Bengals fan today, I'm not not talking about the calls. I'm not – I'm, I'm, what even, the heck? Even, we- even though they got a lot of favors in that game, if it was, if it was not, if the, if the officials properly call the, the, you know, you know Jalen Ramsey being thrown down by his face mask. Oh, on the see, only most touchdown and I pass, debated this earlier too. Uh, if, 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 if that, if, if that is called, Joe Burrow never throws a touchdown in this game. Think about that. And here's here's what I want to say to all the people that keep saying, oh, the Steelers, they have so they'll never catch up to the Bengals. And I'm like, okay, everybody calm down. In the <laughs> year that was the best year the Bengals have had in 32 years in my in my entire life, they were they were a half game better than a Steelers team with <laughs> no offensive line, no run defense, and the worst version of Ben Roethlisberger we've ever seen. If this team, if the Steelers team is able to reload with the money they have in free agency, with the draft picks that they're they're about they're about to use, and the the, the reforming of this of the team and the roster the way they want to, I'd be nervous if I'm the Bengals because I just had a lot of things going away, a lot of really close games that worked out my way with crazy bounces here and there, and we had a legitimate shot to win it all, and we missed it. Oftentimes, when you get that many bounces to go your way, it's going to start bouncing the other way soon. And I think the Bengals, everyone's assuming they're just going to be right back up there. I think they're going to have to take some licks in the, in the next few years. I hope so. I just don't feel as strong about the optimism in Pittsburgh because <laughs> what you just brought up, I mean, you made it sound like it's like one or two quick fixes. Oh, it's but not we one, know, two. No. Yeah. So, so when I think of that, I'm like, yeah, this was we had some bounces our way. I'm like, man, we haven't had to find a quarterback mm-hmm. in a long time. Mm-hmm. We know Cincinnati could tell you firsthand. That's probably part of the reason why they even felt like they haven't had the success that they wanted to have with some of the teams they've had because of the quarterback play. But now they actually have that quarterback. So that's the only reason why I'm like, oh, I mean, I like it, but man, makes me just a little bit nervous. Just, 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 just a tinkle with it. Moats also disagreed with the 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 
the idea that that was a face mask penalty on Wait, on uh, no, 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 on no, 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 no. Let, let me clarify. I didn't disagree that he grabbed his face mask. What I disagreed is that it was not to the extent that, oh, you should throw a flag on that, or that's the reason why he got open. Jalen Ramsey was falling out of position. He went to put his body on the receiver to get in phase, and he can stop. And that's why he fall forward like that. He didn't have this, oh, let me just pull it, and then we're going to super slow mode a thousand times. Ooh, look right here. His hand <laughs> is grazing it right here. It's like, man, I'm just telling you from a person that's been in that position, like, yo, he was he went to lean on him, and when he stopped, he didn't have anything to balance his body, and he's falling out of control. I, I don't hate that call. I, in fact, I would hate it more if they threw that flag right there. But at the same time, when you think about how the game was being, especially during that time frame, they weren't calling those tiki-tack calls like that. Now, if it happened in the last two minutes, clearly that's where they did start calling tiki-tack mm-hmm. stuff. But at that point in the game, I'm like, that's that's – that's no different than uh, a, a hole call you might see. It's like if we call it by the letter of the land, yes, mm-hmm. it's a hole. But mm-hmm. in terms of the context of the game, you're not calling that call like that. And that's kind of how I looked at the Jalen Ramsey play. And here's my thing. And I said, I tweeted this during the game. And yeah. you know, it's like, I understand if you're a Bengals fan and you're mad at those last two minutes because you're sitting there saying, yeah. we've been doing this all season. We've been holding, we've been grabbing, yeah. we've been doing the thing. Why is it now mm-hmm. being called? My thing is, it should have been called all season because I don't think that they're it, in this. Right. If they, but, if, but they, I, if they call it right. And if they're calling it all year or if that is the emphasis, I'm with you 100%. But how many times? Can we point to games? And it's not even just Cincinnati league wide yeah. where it's like, yeah, they let these guys get super handsy. They let these guys hold right here. They let these guys do this right here. Or they let these offensive linemen essentially fall start here. You know I mean, at the tackle yeah. position, they let this happen. So it's like we can see and point to different things, but that's the NFL right now. They're kind of picking and choosing what they want to emphasize or when they want to say, you know what, highlight this area of it in the red zone highlight this area of it when is this much time on the clock it sucks because now we kind of get these you know different calls at different times of the game we're having a debate well why would you call it here versus not there but that's what they're doing i mean that's that's the nfl right now you know for better or worse i guess i think that's well said all right fellas as we start to uh to wrap this up with our cousin chris carter locked on steelers podcast hey listen uh I, I always like to plug this for my guy. If you're a Steelers junkie and you're not subscribed to the Locked On Steelers podcast, you ain't a Steelers junkie. I mean, five days, five days a week, all year round. This guy is pumping out at least a 30-minute podcast for you. He was up late last night toiling away on his mock draft Monday podcast, folks. All right. When the rest of us were sleeping <laughs> with our bellies full of booze and food, uh, this guy was thinking about who the Steelers are gonna take in the draft in a few months. It was. Wes, hold on though. I got, I got, I got, I got one thing, man. I was a little upset, man. Okay. Because we, 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 we've, we've had Chris up here this whole time. Okay. We, we've had Chris up here this whole time, and we have not asked him the most important question of the day. Yeah. The most important question of the day. Who was your favorite performer at the halftime show? <laughs> oh. Bro, that, that 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 halftime show? You you know that that that, that all-time great concert. Can we get that on tour, please? That was can, yes. that, that's all I'm saying. They I'm trying to travel to go see that. They, you they know? can do that all over this all over the country. I'm about to say, man, we got we got the NBA finals coming up. Man, y'all can just perform this at every big of sporting event. We got the World Cup, we got World the Cup. Olympics. Man, it, you know, anything that's coming up, just take that and just make it a concert. Just just keep. Keep doing that. But I need to know from you, man. Who, who was your favorite, man? The dude who cut it up the most for me. And all of them were phenomenal. Uh-oh. I enjoyed, I enjoyed Dre. I enjoyed <laughs> yeah. Snoop. Mary yeah. killed it. 
Uh, Eminem did his thing. But the dude that that I, I think cut it up the best was Kendrick Lamar. I, I thought that he, when, he, when he popped out and he had the dances, it, Kendrick he has an, another spirit in him when he starts to perform. There's he something does, though. There's he definitely something does. That happens, and he I'm just like, does. oh, like he, he and I, I legitimately thought with his positioning here, he was the one who of this lineup. He could have done new music. He could have revealed a new song, something, yeah. and and everyone. But he just said, you know, I'm just gonna play the hits. And man, did, did he not only play the hits, but he did it in a way that's just like he cut through to you. Man, K Dot is the baddest man in the game right now. I'm yes. so happy to hear that. Yeah. And, uh, and he needs to release a new album. I need some new Patrick Lamar. I've it's listened to Family Ties like 20,000 times by now. I got I need I need more than a single. It's, good, it's dropping it's good. very soon. It's coming it's very soon, man. Tape has been worn out by this point. Yeah, it's just like, come on, I, fellas. I want to know how long Fifty Cent was hanging upside down. That's, <laughs> That's what a good I question. It's a good question. And, and I know you guys did right, but like right away, we, we had a few people over last night. Right away when he popped down, I went, "Oh my god!" Nostalgia because it's it's the it's the in the club music video where he's hanging. Yep. Yeah, and everyone was looking at me like, "What are you talking about?" And I was like. You guys didn't grow up right. You uncultured yes. swine. Yes, this, this is our era. This if is our era. Hanging upside down didn't hit you right in your nostalgia bone right away. Yeah, I, I don't know if we could be friends. <laughs> I, I I thought it was it was phenomenal. They did a great job organizing it. And I know some people was like, "Well, it wasn't the greatest because of Prince and Michael Jackson." It's like, look, buddy, there's there's no there's no rating score of of halftime shows. We're just all saying it. We had a great time yeah. watching all yeah. of those. And, Anderson Pack too. I was I was stoked to see Anderson Pack up there. Oh, yeah. he, well, and, he, and he kills it every time he's on. The oh course. yeah. Well, and I was gonna say this too, man. In terms of when we compare and contrast performances like that, just because a person might have a better all-time catalog doesn't mean that they're a better performer in that particular moment. Like, right. I don't want to hear any of that nonsense, right. man. Oh man, it was well, Prince got the, like I get that, but bro, that show yesterday was insane, man. It was insane. That was insane. And you think about those are all Dre's products. Like, mm-hmm. <laughs> I was like, yeah. Mm-hmm. You got all this. These are all your little disciples. This is crazy, man. And that's why Dre is Dre, man. No, the doctor. Without a doubt. And you know what? I was I was thinking about this a lot too, fellas. And I know you guys are music geeks like me, so we could do this no. for a quick second. A lot of the pioneers of different genres of music have passed on. Yeah. Right? Like a lot of the guys in the 50s and the 60s and the 70s, the pioneers of country music and jazz music and mm-hmm. rock music they've all passed on or they're like in their eighties and nineties now. And, and they're not performing anymore. We saw like, this feels like kind of like the, the Dre's and the Snoop's like the last beacon of guys who pioneered an entire sound that are still young enough to go out mm-hmm. there and shine through and in perform. that regard. Yeah. Like you get what I'm saying? Yeah. Like that, that to me no. just kind of, kind of sh- like you look at all the other genres of music, classic rock, country, jazz, whatever. Again, those guys have all passed away. Those guys and girls have all passed away or they're very old now. Um, it was really cool to me to kind of see just that retrospective of what felt like, you know, these guys that pioneered an entire sound, an entire genre of music yeah. 30 years ago are able now to kind of have the the payoff in the moment. That to me is really cool because we didn't necessarily get to see that with, you know, some of the bands and, 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 right. and artists that we grew up loving. Again, they were they were old old by the time you know we really got to that point to enjoy music i just thought that was cool last night oh definitely yeah, i mean snoop, snoop had me crit walking i ain't gonna lie i was in here 
I was getting my dance on because, you know, that's what you're supposed right. to do. <laughs> Last one before we let our buddy Chris Carter go. Uh, Mozi, I wrap this thing up. Best commercial, fellas. What was it? That's tough. I I, I wasn't. Hmm. There was an Amazon one that was like really good. I'm trying to remember what what all happened in it though. But I, I remember in at the end, I'm like, that was Amazon. Okay. Um, See, that's, that's all I know. That's all I know. Chris was just paying attention to the football, baby. Yeah, I, that's the thing. I was like, I was like, I would like chuckle at a couple commercials, but then I would be like, but wait a minute, but what about that last read? And why did? Why yeah, right. right. Stafford, you rewind like, it. Uh, and watch it. <laughs> yeah, like I was, I was sitting there. Yeah, you'd, you'd have to ask my girl. I love she, it. She, she, she was, she was giving me commentary on other commercials all, all, all throughout the game. Um, the baby one was funny. Yep, baby, baby. Uh, e trade was really good. Yeah, yeah, that was that was funny. I don't know. I just I. I Sopranos the other problem, commercial. The the other problem is uh is that there's so many commercials at the by the time when you get to the end yeah. of them, you're like that was a car commercial. Yeah, like, that's true. Yes, yes. You're real in tune for like the first quarter, and then it all just becomes white noise. Yeah, right. And then you're just like, okay. And then how many cryptocurrencies oh were, 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 were advertised? The one with the, 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 one with the square. Yeah. Yeah, I was like, I was like, geez. So I, I guess I'd say the baby one. There was an. I gotta remember what the Amazon one was, but I remember laughing at that one pretty good. But again, it's just they all just kind of blurred together. But I mean, there there were some good ones this year. Yeah. Mozi, I think for me, man. You or- well, for me, uh, we hit on the first one that stood out to me. The the one where it was the little skin image bouncing around. I just like the fact that, that it was, was like, man, it was kind of like that test to see, okay, who's pulling up their phone? And you sit My around and you can see like, too, and I was like, no, don't, don't buy like, it. It's a drop machine. Yeah. That's a yeah. The same here. So, <laughs> so we had uh, some people over and same concept. Like one of them actually pulled the phone out. We're like, Oh, you're gonna you're gonna be that person. You're doing it. Ah, okay. So it, it was different. But for me, man, my favorite commercial, it was the NFL when I thought it was NFL Street, the way that they were doing it, because all the players were animated running around the that house and they destroyed the house. And the grandma comes in when the parents get there and they're like, What happened? The brother sits standing there and they're like, and the grandma's like, football's happening football <laughs> like i like that you got justin jefferson in the kitchen doing the gritty and everything like i thought it was a pretty cool just blending the nostalgia of some of these older plays with some of the new plays it reminded me of the commercial they did two no three years ago at the super bowl where they had all of the guys the, the 100 commercial. in there yeah the 100 commercial it reminded me of that but just the animated version that's why i thought it was a game i'm like they don't tell me i got nfl blitz coming back nfl streets what we got because i'm always looking for a new game <laughs> I don't know. I miss, I miss me NFL Street. That game was oh, so yeah, bad. dude. Seriously, I uh, I was partial. Uh, Chris, I think you know this. Moats definitely knows this from doing a show with me for four years now. Jim Jim Carrey was my guy growing. Oh, that up. was awesome. I the, forgot. Oh, yeah, yeah. The, yeah. Cable, the, the cable guy remake hit hit me right in the nostalgia bone as well. A lot of awesome. stuff there. You know, that's how you know we're getting to that age, fellas. From the mm. halftime performance, I mean, they had. What they had a Sopranos theme commercial. They had a cable yep. guy. There was an Austin Powers themed commercial. Yep. There's a lot of nostalgia there if you're if you're in your 30s. Like they're like selling to are. us now, boys. They're selling to us. Mm-hmm. Chris, buddy, great stuff. We thank you for um you know joining us here at a at a different time and, and for your insight and for your time as always. Again, folks, locked on Steelers podcast. Make sure you're showing our guy CC some love there. Thanks, buddy, and uh we'll talk to you soon. Yes, sir. Thanks, fellas. There no he is. Mr. Chris Cotta. Hey, hold on. I got to. I got to. I mean, I got to remove this guy. All right. See you. See you. Unless you were you know, controlling all the buttons and stuff right. like that. That's right. Mr. Uh, Big Fancy Fancy. Mozi, before we uh, get to the tweets, before we go here, just a couple of tweets to get to. Mm. 
perfect on my bets yesterday. Three for three. How we doing? Let's go. Let's go. My bets were coin toss heads. Okay. Got it. Rams to be leading at the end of the first quarter. Got mm-hmm. it. And Bengals plus four and a half. Come mm-hmm. Three for three. Nice. Baby. So if if I'm if I if you can't contact me to do the show going for you know it's because I just made so much money yesterday. I'm rich. I'm retiring now, baby. Let's go. I uh, like it. I uh, like it. <laughs> All right, Mozi. What do you say we uh, just get to a couple of these tweets here and then we'll. Uh, oh yeah, why not, man? And we'll have a little goodbye. fun with it. Don Juan tweets us. Today is my birthday. Can you guys sing me the happy birthday song? Ooh. Ooh. All right. All right. Happy birthday to, to you. Cha, cha, cha. Happy birthday yes. to you. Feliz cumpleaños a ti. Happy birthday, dear Don Juan. The one and only Don Juan. Happy birthday to you. And many, and many more. more. And many more. And many more. TC tweets us and says, <laughs> TC tweets us and says, come on, no live show. Listen, guys, I know that for especially for our day ones like TC, you've been rocking and rolling with us at noon. You know, it's 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 a, it's, a, it's, a, it's a unprecedented age that we're living in now. Mm-hmm. Um, so we'll still be doing the live shows, particularly like once we get back into the season and stuff and, and throughout the offseason, yeah. we will too, but more of this as well. So just subscribe where you get the podcast and bear with us, you know. Is that good with you? Does that work with you? But I say it sounds pretty good over this scene, you know, because uh, the alternative is what? What's the alternative? That we None, don't do no a show. Yeah. at all. Yeah. You don't want that. Yeah, That's not know, fun. You still like you could still listen to the show at noon. Yeah. You know, just 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 wait until noon. And then you, it's, like, <laughs> it's, it's like you're in the conversation. still. Uh, Don Juan also tweeted us talking about the refs. We addressed that. Our buddy Steeler Nation 920. Uh, our thoughts on Super Bowl MVP. We addressed that as well, too. Uh, Thrash tweets us and says, I'm hearing that your guy Carson Wentz is going to get released by the Colts. We might have to uh, strike up a battle between him and Kirk Cousins in town for training camp. Oh, no, Thrash, you got to do that to me. (laughs) Thrash, you got to do that to me. Uh, Which one would you rather? Would you rather? (laughs) Neither. You know oh, what? Actually, man, I'd rather just... I'd rather Kirk Cousins because then just it moats what you I mean, rather moats. Cousins. You if it was if it was Wentz, you'd dunk on me the whole oh, season. No. I can't have that. I would, but Wentz would fit it a little bit better. Yeah, he, than would, he would for sure. For sure. Uh, oh, let's man. see here. Uh, last one. Ranger Abraham tweets us and says, "I'm happy uh, for a game that was very close and kept me on the edge of my seat." I'm also definitely glad to see the Bengals lose and fall to 0 and 3 in Super Bowls. Hey. Now, without a doubt, man, definitely, like I say, you don't want them winning up. You don't want them winning at all. You know, Motsi, not everybody can be a six and two in the big game like your Pittsburgh Steelers, yeah. huh? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Buddy, that's going to uh, do it for today, unless you got anything that I missed. But I think that about covers it for our Super Bowl reaction show. Yeah, other than the fact that I was a little upset, um, I did have a prop bet for red gatorade it was actually blue Ooh. so other than that man you know i was a little down but i guess that's why i had to show up today <laughs> yeah, you needed that you needed the, the game check for today to make up for last yeah night. you know so i had to make up for last night man so i had to show up to work today 
<laughs> um, so a reminder, rest of the week, Motsi and I will be live at noon, Wednesday and Friday, our normal time. And then again, next week, we're going to start doing some more of this from home. Motsi's going to be gone for a couple of weeks. I'm going to be at the Combine. Um, so again, stay locked in. I- I- I'll tweet out the links to the podcast, all that stuff. Uh, but you guys know where to stay locked in with us on Twitter and uh, and just wherever you get your podcasts. That's where you can find us, as always. But for now, we'll talk to you guys on Wednesday. You know where to find us, as always. It's on your 24-7, home of the black and gold. Steelers Nation Radio.